0: Acclaimed integrative medicine expert, Dr. Holly Lucille. Think well.
1: Act, Act well. Be well.
0: Inherently You. Hi there, folks. It is Dr. Holly Lucille with the Inherently You podcast. Today, actually, it's brought by the Inherently You community, and you can hear or see or, I guess, go to be.inherentlyyou.com to know more about that. I am so excited today. We have a very esteemed guest, and our subject um, so I think important for um, the health of 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 everybody these days. It's all about pets and how great they are for our health. I've got Dr. Jeff Werber uh, with me. He's, he's a doctor of veterinary medicine. Uh, he has dedicated his his uh, his life to the care and protection of animals. He's here in Los Angeles. Um, he has translated a childhood love of pets into a career committed to raising and shaping national awareness of the importance of high quality pet care. And Dr. Jeff, thanks so much for being here.
1: Well, thanks for uh, having me, Dr. Holly. I, uh, I'm i looking forward to a, a nice conversation because this is one of my passions is uh, pets. You know, it's funny. I, I'm always so taken aback when someone I say to someone, oh, do you have pets? And they go, no. I said, have you – didn't you grow up with pets? They go, no. I, I feel so sorry for them. It's, it's the just,
0: best thing in the world. It's the best thing in the world. I agree. I have had pets ever since I can remember. I mean, we grew up um, – I grew up with, with cats all the time. I mean, in fact, I remember actually moving my um, father – was a, he climbed the corporate ladder of a pharmaceutical company and, you know, he would get a, a promotion and then we would have a sit down dinner. And that was very rare in my family. And so I knew time that sit down dinner was, it was the telling us, of us that we are going to move. But I think we moved from Columbus, Ohio to Huntington, West Virginia with a litter of kittens in our, in our car.
1: <laughs> well, I, we grew up, I grew up in a house with dogs. Um, the dogs came first My kids grew up in a house with, I mean, I have 11 pets right now. I have five dogs and six cats. So um, I'm a little bit on the weird side. But I I, I often joke that if they made a bed bigger than a California king, I can get more. So right now, it's, um, it's, it's a pretty full bed.
0: But you say even, you know, Florence Nightingale, all the way back then, she actually even observed that animals are excellent companions for the sick.
1: Well, I mean, there are so many studies now from from mental health to physical health, heart health, um, kids, raising kids. I mean, do you realize people are, for example, I'll throw one at you. Everybody's afraid, oh, my God, my kid's going to have allergies. He's allergic to X, Y, and Z, so therefore I can't have pets. Do you realize that studies now show that kids raised in households with pets actually have fewer allergies and less incidence of asthma?
0: So right there that tells you how phenomenal it is. I think that that is amazing. And do you would you say what do you think that's what do you think contributes to that? I, my my knee jerk reaction to hearing that is that actually you know because there's this whole hygiene hypothesis that's happening. Um, I believe in our modern day where kids are way too clean. You know, they've got that antibacterial stuff, and they're just way too clean, and they aren't really able to develop their immune system. Um, I, you know, every time I get a chance, I eat dirt. I mean, I just do. You know, if if I if I buy organic beets from the market and the, they're local, I don't really wash them that good to get all that dirt off. I thinking, you know, it's it's going to be good for populating bacteria, good bacteria in my microbiome. Would you say that that probably maybe is contributing to this fact that kids? growing up with pets, have less incidence of asthma and allergies?
1: Well, absolutely. What's happening is, of course, their immune system is being stimulated to these quote-unquote foreign invaders, and it yeah. is actually helping they develop a resistance to other types of invaders that are similar. And, you know, my, my wife's father was a physician, and you know, this is back in the, in the 50s. Every time he heard that there was a kid in the neighborhood with either measles or mumps or German measles, he would take his five kids over to their house. He says he wanted to expose yeah. them because if you expose them now, then they get this lifelong immunity. And I think it's it's very similar that's to what we, we see with. That. So I, I, I think, think it's a great, you know, it's a great yeah. idea. We used to have
0: that. I think it's awesome. I mean, and I think it's a great point. And we used to have that same phenomenon in naturopathic medical school when kids would get chicken pox. Um, We'd have a chicken pox party. Everybody bring over your kids. And I think that's so important for people to hear these days where I think enough is enough regarding getting too clean or, or because that immune system to be stimulated, especially if they've been, if the people have been born cesarean section, because, you know, they, they miss that first sort of pass through the vaginal canal. And we aren't getting that, that microflora, in there, so really, really important. So that's great. Now, benefits of, of all other benefits. You you mentioned natural mood enhancers.
1: Oh well, definitely. You know, there there are some um, uh, feelings. That, there, there are studies that show that actually, just petting an animal, literally just petting them, will lower your blood pressure, and it, it, it there's a certain calmness that that, that uh, sort of uh, covers and enc- encompasses your whole feeling. Of relaxation. And uh, so there's less depression, there's less feeling of isolation. I I would uh, often do hospital visits. And we're talking people that were very ill, uh, emotionally disturbed. And there there have been studies, you, you, you take a little pet and you put it on the bed of such an ill patient. And even the nurses comment, they have never or have not yet seen this patient just light up, as they have when, you know, before oh. touching a pet. So it's so real. There was a study that, that I found so interesting. It was actually a story of a high school guidance counselor that was working with a student that was really a tough kid, a terrible home, very isolated, introverted. One day he had to bring his Labrador to work because he had to go to the vet, actually, right after school. So he never had never brought his dog to school before, the guidance counselor. So it happened to be the same day he was having a meeting with his student. And he really had a tough time getting the student to open up. Well, he went ahead, and as he had, to, he had to leave his office for a second, his Labrador is sitting in a corner. He comes back, and the kid is sitting on the floor with the dog, petting and talking oh. to the dog, saying more to this dog than he did to this guidance counselor in, in five sessions.
0: That is a great story, and I can see it. I mean, I, get, I see it even with myself. You know what? I come home from the office, and just knowing that i get to come home to i've got a big labrador um she she's got to have some shepherd in her because she definitely shepherds things around us she shepherds the cats around 85 pounds though of just uh, just love just i mean and the smiles that she brings me and my cats as well and so just on an average on an average basis just your, your every you know everyday person just coming home from work i think they're so valuable to have around the house
1: Oh, absolutely. In fact, just the, the responsibilities associated with a pet, walking, feeding, it gives you purpose. Yeah. There are studies that show that a, a surviving spouse, after the loss of a spouse, mostly in the elderly, will live something like 10 or 15 percent longer than a spouse of the same age who lost their a husband or wife that does not have a pet. So you come home and there's reason to go on and there's someone to share yeah. your, your, your life with. And I think that is so important as far as when, especially in cases of depression and loss.
0: Sure, I mean, and not only living longer, but the quality of life as they're living is going to be better and better. I remember my oh, dad, absolutely. my mom passed away last year, and um, my dad, you know, I'm, I, obviously they'd been together for over fifty plus years, and he got into this place where he was going to give away the cats because he wanted to travel, or he's like he didn't know what he was going to do with the cats. And I'm like, Dad. You know what, let's just slow down a little bit. I mean, I think that you're missing mom a little bit more than you thought you would. And I guarantee you that you are going to miss those cats. Um, And so, I mean, obviously, we are all in a state of grief and, you know, things, big decisions like that shouldn't be happening. But he is thankful to this day that he held on to those cats, and he's got great neighbors that when he does travel can take care of them. But, you know, he'll send me pictures, and what is he taking pictures of? He's taking pictures of those cats cat. um, sleeping together, and, and you know, right. they're his kids. They're his fur babies for sure.
1: And um, it doesn't surprise me. I think also the, the health benefits, you know, you talk about it, you know, your dad, older, you know, th- things like um, obesity, having a pet gets you out there, and, and, and you, you have a reason to go out and exercise. Blood pressure. Yeah. Uh, petting a dog, interesting, lowers your blood pressure. So when yeah. you're sitting and chilling and you're relaxing and watching TV, have a pet on your lap, have that little cute kitty or, your, or that dog or whatever it is, and, and it, it will actually lower your blood pressure. There are studies also show that pet parenting ownership, I hate to use the word ownership, because anyone who has them in their house really knows the truth, and that is they own us, we don't own them. <laughs> but yeah. but um, who saved like, you, you think, think of, of cholesterol, Studies have shown that that pet parenting, sharing a house with pets, will actually lower your cholesterol. As I like to joke, you know, get the Labrador instead of Lipitor. Um, yeah, I see. It,
0: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> and uh, and uh, so, uh, from a heart health perspective, it, uh, it lowers your triglyceride levels, lowers your blood pressure, cholesterol. I mean, all these things. It's it's amazing. Um, the, the, there was a study that over a twenty-year period that. People who've never owned a cat were forty percent more likely to die of a heart attack than those who had. I and read that study. So, you know, basically, I I figure with eleven pets at home, I'm I'm gonna I'm hopefully hitting over hundred.
0: Yeah, so, and and you're gonna hit hit over a hundred and 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 be doing great, you know, while yeah. you're living all the way over hundred. I think that's amazing, you know. And I always think, as an atropathic doctor, let's use the least invasive methods to diagnose and treat, right? And I think what what else would be as passive and least invasive for all of these things that you're saying whether it's obesity you know getting getting active whether it's heart health when it comes to cardiovascular uh, risks with high cholesterol labradors over lipitor uh, decreasing your blood pressure having children reach beyond their limitations just by having a pet around how do you encourage people that are resistant to um perhaps the responsibilities or they've got stories that they've been telling themselves that, no, that's going to tie me down, or how do you how do you encourage folks um, to actually get a pet if they are if they do have some resistance?
1: Well, you know, the biggest resistances are going to be those you just mentioned, and also fear. I have a cross-street neighbor who would faster walk five laps out of his way if he knows that on the shorter way there is a dog, <laughs> even behind a fence, that is barking like crazy at him. And this fear in talking to him, he's a, a friend of mine, comes when he grew up in Mexico and he was bitten by a dog that found out to be a rabid dog. And they had to go through those injections with at the time because he's in his sixties. They, those the those very painful injections right into the abdomen. And that stuck with him. But the, the sad thing is of his four children, they're all also afraid of pets. So he sort of, they grew up with this fear that started with the dad. And um, so what I try to do is, first of all, make sure initially when you see, when I see a child who is frightened of pets, I always want to start with the the easiest, cutest thing in the world is a puppy or a kitten because they are so innocent, they want to play, they want to lick, they're usually not aggressive. And slowly, slowly have this person uh, visit with larger pets, Larger dogs and and get to see the fun of the joy. I mean, it's almost like a pe- person that says, "Well, I don't want a cat because cats are usually a social. They're this." I say, "Wait a second. You need to come to my house because my cats read the dog book by mistake. They they will be all over you. They can't. <laughs> they they love to be petted. Uh, they will chase. They will play. And I said, so you can't make a judgment call until you've been there and done that. And I always said, I, I and as far as the, the, the responsibility, nowadays, there are great facilities. There are these doggy daycares. So if you work during the day, you can take them to camp and they love it. Uh, if you have to go out of town, there are these cage-free boarding facilities. Um, yep. So there are so many options. There are people that actually earn a living going to your home or taking the pets into their home and take care of them while you're gone. Yeah. So so you don't have to have that worry anymore.
0: Right. So It's easier I, now I, than I, ever.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's so easy to have a pet, and there's and yeah, as you said with your dad, when you come home at night and the, the house is now empty, it's so depressing. But oh, when you gosh. come home and there's that pet greeting you at the door, as I joke, I get more tongue than anybody I know. So you know, <laughs> my, my phone comes over to me, and I am getting washed in the face with tongue, and and it's it's really it's a great feeling. I don't, there's nothing better. You know, people always associate veterinarians with pediatricians. The difference is that I walk out into an exam room or into my waiting area or into my exam room and I am greeted with this, you know, major excitement and, you know, I'm getting peed on and I'm getting tongue and and they're so excited to come to the doc. Whereas if I walk in with a white coat and a stethoscope and there's a kid in the room, they'll start to cry. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I pity the pediatrician as their patients hate going to the doctor and my patients love coming to the doctor. And it kind of tells you something about the joy of,
0: pet parenting yeah pet parenting is amazing it's good for us it's good for them um uh, you know i i i think that also don't you think that pets just can i i think they they show us so much you know Honestly, one of the biggest things for me that I have continued to work on throughout my adult athletic life is my mobility. um, And really slowing down to mind that mobility and um, get into yoga besides my, you know, full metal jacket uh, crossfit workouts, you know, really. Uh And I watch Lainey, my 85 pound dog, as soon as she, um, as soon as she gets out of her crate, what does she do? she stretches out, she, she actually goes down into a perfect downward dog. As soon as she knows that we're going outside, She does the same thing. And I think their animal instinct, it's so fun to watch and just learn from. When they shake, you know, we have this natural sort of shaking experience to calm down our nervous system. I think I see dogs do that all the time. And um, I love that. I love that about they're just, that they're, they're instinctual. They don't, you know, they don't have this common sense brain like we have. So they're just going off their instincts and you can watch them and learn so much.
1: Well, you know, also it's so interesting is that they have, you know, we talk about our sixth sense. I think when it comes to pets, it's, it's 10 senses. I mean, there are things that they, we don't give them enough credit. And uh, you, you, like you said, we can learn so much for them. They have, now there have shown studies that dogs actually can react to facial recognition. They can, they can <clears throat> read your face, your grimaces, your smiles, your eyes. Um, <laughs> and I think, you know, that's one of the, the, the benefits I have. I mean, people always joke that, 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 that I always joke I must have been a dog in a prior life because I have – first of all, I wanted to be a veterinarian ever since I could talk. And my I've always had this very interesting – I don't want to say weird because that, that, that would sound weird – but an interesting relationship with, with animals. Um, uh, and people have come to me because they've heard that, that I, I specialize in aggressive dogs. I, I don't specialize in aggressive dogs, but there is something they can read in me, in my mm-hmm. aura – that they, it calms them, it relaxes them, and it has allowed me to do a better job with them. So I think that dogs, we don't give them enough credit. Dogs now are able to detect um, seizures coming on in people. They
0: can... I was going um, oh, yeah, to ask you, I mean, about service, like specially trained service and companion animals. You see them sort of all the time. I travel quite a bit and people have them, you know, with them on the airplanes. But that I mean, there's a lot, they, they do serve and they serve a lot of aspects of our lives.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, dogs can help people, obviously, the, the hearing impaired, the sight impaired, uh, people with Parkinson's, uh, diabetics. Do you realize that they can actually sense a drop in blood sugar faster than that little machine that people wear can? And um, they, uh, it, it blows my mind. I think the more, I mean, in a sense, I'm excited to learn about what science is catching up with. But I'm kind of not surprised right. having shared you know my life with them, with dogs and animals and cats. I, it doesn't surprise me, and I think we're even going to learn more about their talents, if you will, as uh, time goes on. Um, there's a there's a particular breed. Uh, it's a Mexican hairless. Uh, it, it's a, for short, they call it a Zolo. S o x o l o, because the name right, is right. way longer than that. And um, right. they, so their hairless nature can generate a lot of body heat. So it's really great for people that are that almost are um, have diseases like fibromyalgia. Where they have right. a tough time regulating temperature, and you can they can hold or cuddle up with a Mexican hairless, and it actually can help warm their bodies. It's, it, 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 it's mind boggling, really. Um, uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, also, you know, you talked about earlier kids with asthma. There are other issues. I, there are studies that have shown that kids that grow up with pets, on average, score five to seven points higher on their IQ tests. And they do better in school they it, it, it helps with their focus so you know I always joke you know get the terrier not the tutor if it, 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 they, they, they will get their homework done faster if they know that they have time that they can play with their dog so it, it helps parents have been using this as a tool for years you know I'll get you the pet but you, you know you need to, to um, perform in school kids with ADHD I mean I joke my middle son was the poster child for ADHD. Right? Back in the now. Now he's he's thirty one years old and he's extremely successful. You know, graduated one of the major US colleges and he's got his own company. And here was a guy that couldn't sit still for more than five minutes as a kid.
0: Right, right.
1: So it's it's amazing.
0: It's you know, I used to call or I still do and I think there is a book out AD ADHD or, or ADHD or ADD, NDD, so sort of nature deficiency disorder, um, you know, especially these days, not getting out. And I think um, bringing nature in, bringing an animal in. And I think when you're talking about kids also, not only discipline and such with doing homework, because there's a reward of playing with the dog, but responsibilities of um, caring for a live animal, caring for, you know, something. And I, cause I think that translates into caring for yourself. I mean, I think that we all fall off the wagon there. Um, as we emancipate from our parents and then we sort of can get um, careless with ourselves and not do a great job and I think animals teach us that as well.
1: Oh totally um, and I you know I find that I, I, as I said earlier when we opened up I, I am so shocked when I hear of kids or I'm uh, talking to somebody and we get on the subject of pets and I have this great picture of my five dogs it looks like they were posing at the top of the staircase, it would be, I couldn't do this again if I tried. And it like they were like just a waiting
0: for you, looking photo.
1: at you. Oh, no, it, it was hysterical. So, and I and I say to some of them, they're, they're intrigued, they look at the photo, oh, my God, how'd you get them to do that? How'd you get them to stand? And I and then I, I, I say, oh, so, oh, your pets? And they go, no. And I say, oh, my God, how? how I can't imagine. I, I, it, it blows my mind that people don't, because they don't, they are missing out. Anyone who is not for mental health, for physical health, for, like you said, responsibility for their kids. There are so many fantastic reasons to share your home with a pet. And for beneficial, for both, not to mention the millions of pets that are being destroyed on an annual basis. Right. There's, Absolutely. there's a pet that is put to sleep in the U.S. every five seconds yeah. because there are not enough homes.
0: So there are not enough when, homes. We can open, open our open homes. Their homes.
1: Yes, it's you're 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 saving more than one life. You're clearly saving the pet's life, but in many ways, you're going to save your own.
0: Yeah, those are my favorite. Um of stickers i see on the back of the cars uh with the humane society it's like who saved who and i i guarantee you now and i have a sort of a rule i mean although there are breeds that i love and think are adorable um but i always rescue whatever i can Uh, whether it's uh, you know it's time for a cat whether it's a dog always rescuing um there's so many dogs and cats that need rescued out there and they need home so i agree with you and it's true who rescues who i think that it's I think it goes both ways for sure. I think there's benefits from you saving an animal, but my gosh. I mean, Dr. Jeff, look at all the things that you talked about, uh, whether it's heart disease, um, blood pressure, high cholesterol, obesity, exercise, responsibility. I think the mental health aspects of this passive, very passive modality of owning and uh, parenting a pet. I just want to thank you so much because I honestly feel like uh, anybody that might have been ret- reticent, loves cats, but doesn't, you know, or dogs, loves pets, doesn't think that they could handle it. You sh- you. I think you've really shined the light, the fact that they're, the risk-benefit ratio is definitely in the benefit category, and you, as you said, these days... There are so many easy ways to travel and have a busy, active lifestyle and still be responsible and enjoy the benefits of having a pet with daycares, um, with, you know, cageless. Uh, I take mine out to Posh Pet all the time uh, and, and, and people that actually can come into your home or take them into theirs. So I just want to thank you so much, Doc. And people can find out more about you at just drjeff.com. Isn't that correct?
1: Correct. Dr. Dr. Jeff, drjff.com. Absolutely.
0: That is awesome. So as you say, uh, Labrador and not Lipitor. And what was the other one?
1: Well, Terrier instead of the Tudor and the Poodle yeah. instead of the Prozac. I love that. My friend Marty <laughs> Becker coined these and I, I love it. Uh, I think it's uh, it really does. It, it drives the point home. And I can't tell you how wonderful your life would change if you have not shared it. You're home with a pet, and you choose to do so. And, Holly, I want to thank I, you so much for having me. And, yes, um,
0: of course. And, and you, we can find you on social media. Your Twitter is at Dr. Werber. That's W-E-R-B-E-R, and that's just D-R. Okay. And then also Facebook.com.
1: Facebook, I'm, Jeff- I have two. I have Dr. Jeff Werber and Jeff Werber.
0: Excellent. All right, folks, here's your message for the new year uh, from Inherently You and Dr. Werber. Get a pet. You will be so much better off. You will be inherently more happy. Also, go to iTunes if you wish and go ahead and rate this show. We want to build our community by doing that. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Holly Lucille signing off with Dr. Jeff. You can find him more at drjeff.com. We'll see you next time on Inherently You.